Well, we made it to Friday, and here we are. It is a beautiful day back in studio today. The final push is on for the motorcycle ride. I'll tell you about that coming up. I uh, I got home last night and was uh, shocked, to say the very least. But I get it, and uh, I'll tell you what that is coming up. You've got the Brewers in Philadelphia back in action coming up tonight. Packers staring down the barrel now of one Jordan Love as we're getting ready. I mean, as we turn the corner uh, and get ready for uh, get ready for football a week from Sunday. You had uh, college football get underway last night, which was awesome. Uh, so a lot of things trending in the right direction. If you decide that you would like to chime in today, the phone number 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, you can find us uh, if you want to hit us up on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels at Bill underscore Michaels. Follow me there. Uh, and yes, to those of you that have been asking, uh, we'll be back and more active and such uh, all throughout uh, the uh, the football season on game day and beyond. So yeah, we just haven't been real active on Twitter. It's been more Facebook, Instagram and stuff like that. And uh, where Twitter has gotten a little cattywampus, I guess. Um, but we will be back uh, fully, you know, with a lot of the, the, you know, stuff that we do, like we've always done. So if you follow me on Twitter, you know what I'm talking about. But we'll be back. We'll be back. Um, you can follow on Twitter. You can follow on Instagram, The Bill Michael Show. Uh, follow on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. Uh, YouTube, which continues to grow. We uh, had another solid day yesterday of viewership for people that were uh, kind of seeing us down at the Harley Museum which was awesome, but uh, go to youtube.com slash Bill Michaels show, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S. You got Twitch TV, you got Kick TV. You can email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. And in addition to that, uh, you can find us on the website, thebillmichaels.com. Download us on the Zone app, the Zone Madison. Uh, you can always listen to us afterwards on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts. You can find Grant Bills producing the program at Wisco Grant. Over on Twitter as well. And uh, Grant, was there anything last night that shocked you? Ooh, that shocked me? Uh, Just let me think. Uh, I didn't see it it coming. uh, Graham Mertz looked pretty poor. That wasn't shocking at all. Uh, Hmm. Nebraska-Minnesota was super low scoring. That wasn't a shock. The Brewers signed Josh Donaldson, though. I'm also not really shocked by that. That does seem like a Brewers thing to do. What about you? Uh, I got home last night, in, and here's the way my night went. I got home, and it's, we are now in hair on fire before the motorcycle ride. So it's I, I was up this morning. I'm cutting grass. I'm doing things because we got people staying at the house. And so you're trying to get the house ready. You're, you're trying to kind of wrap up all the details. You're getting all the volunteer names together. you got to get all the people's names for the television appearances. I can go on and on and on. I mean, it's crazy. And I get home last night. All I wanted to do was just sit down and watch a game and do nothing. So uh, over on, I think it was Fox, uh, Fox or ABC, whoever had the, the, the football game on, uh, I, I flipped to that. And then I thought, oh, I just want to we'll just watch some highlights. And I flipped to the four-letter network. It's gone. Did you know that? You don't have Spectrum, do you? I'm a direct TV guy, but I saw the tweets. Yeah. People were upset. And I would have been upset if I were you, Bill. I am not upset at Spectrum. I, I've just, I'm not. 
Uh, Disney has been in this battle with other entities for a while now. Uh, Disney continues to overpay and put garbage on TV. And ESPN, one of the leaders, they have overpaid for a lot of these sports programs. Um, They are paying tens of millions of dollars to a lot of the athletes for commercials. When you started to read the financials of Disney... And you went, whoa, wait a minute. Basically, they're spending money like drunken sailors. Their sales are down. Ever since they started changing things in Disney World, anything attached to the name Disney has been taboo for a lot of people, including yours truly. Um, I, I, They have put on – I literally saw – and I'm not going to use her name. But last night they went to their quote – or two nights ago they went to their quote, football expert who said – I don't know. I don't know. And went through this diatribe of nothingness. She adds nothing to any broadcast, but there's a reason she's there. And I I finally said, I can't can't watch this anymore. So when I came home last night and all I wanted to see was like Scott Van Pelt and highlights, whatever, I'm like, okay, I'm going to flip it on. And it was off, and it, it didn't bother me one bit, not one bit. Disney has been a, a the staple, the staple of what not to do, and I'm just like, okay, I'm done. I, I don't mind it. If I don't see uh, the Monday night game, okay, so be it. Whatever, you know, I, I, not at all. So I uh, actually sent an email to Disney saying, good luck, good riddance, talk to you later, uh, time to eat humble pie, because they've been spending money like drunken sailors cutting good people. And that's the other thing. And I'm just talking about the sports realm now, not even all the other stuff. But they started cutting good people out of out of that, people that were being paid, but good people that you wanted to watch and keeping less talented people on the air and in the quality is gone. It's like everything else. Uh, you know, I was talking about, uh, you know, a particular radio station here in the state yesterday, and a buddy of mine called me and started talking and said, like, what the hell? You know, and I said, I know uh, it's right now it's just as cheap as cheap can get. It sounds bad. It's poor quality. It sounds like you're hiring 12 year old kids. It's just it's bad. And so I said, no, I'm not. I For, for what I the frustration I get, I don't care. I'll talk to you later. Don't don't need it. So anyway, I was I came home and I didn't even know they were in a dispute. And suddenly everything was gone. Uh, and there really wasn't a channel there that they have. Uh, other than maybe like an, I think it's FX. Other than that, I don't care. I, I didn't. I looked at their you know listing of channels on on uh, Spectrum. I don't care. I hope Spectrum holds out uh, nationwide, and I hope Disney never comes back. I hope they burn the kingdom down and start it all over again. Uh, just do anyway. So there you go. That's my uh, that's my bitterness today, starting off. But I was actually pleasantly surprised. I was smiling. Now my buddies are crazy. They're out of their minds. They're like, how can they do this? How they, can they take sports off? Just as we get to, just as we get to, uh, you know, this time of year and this. I'm like, well, that's because that they're doing it because they got you. That's why. So anyway, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. I hear you. Uh, you are going to be chatting with one Ben Kenny today, correct? Ben's in town, right, for this game this weekend. So I don't know what his plan was. It, it he made it sound like he was going to the game, but. In texting with him last night, he kind of offered halfway his services to join my show tonight to talk about 
Uh, Graham Mertz, who Ben is obsessed with watching now that he's at Florida for some reason. Everyone was excited to watch that last night. And Brewers Phillies and, and of course, the Badgers start their season on Saturday. So, yeah, I think I'm going to try to get him on tonight at some point. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, well, I, you know what? I got to check. We got Sean Merriman coming on today, the former linebacker. He also does a lot of UFC promotions. Yeah. Uh, and I got to make sure the uh, the time because they texted me this morning bright and early and uh, i gotta make sure because i know we got wayne larrabee scheduled to join us today uh we got a lot of stuff going on today uh as the packers now like i said start to turn the corner and start to stare down the barrel of the jordan love era so we're gonna we're gonna have that going on uh, we also have uh, the brewers and the philadelphia phillies but uh today is that uh you know everlasting prediction day prediction sure to go wrong or maybe sure to go right for predictions for the Badgers. There is a ton of excitement uh, for Badger football. Ton. Uh, I am excited for tomorrow. Uh, I am going to be tomorrow now. I, I wish I'm going to be there so in spirit. I wish I could be there. But we have got so much going on for the motorcycle ride. So we're going to be out and about. And then tomorrow we uh, we got a, a committee dinner of about 15 to 20 people that we're taking to dinner. Uh, so tomorrow's kind of a, a nutty day, but I'm just so looking forward to Badger football tomorrow. Just, I, and, and it's not that I'm looking forward to the fall, because I'm not, but it's going to be hot. I'm going to be doing uh, some stuff outside tomorrow. Uh, if I get a chance, maybe outside at Tiki Bar, I'll turn it on and, if I can and, uh, and watch some of it. But for the most part, I'm going to be out running around listening to the game tomorrow. Uh, and it's going to be nice to hear Matt LaPay back. You know, and uh, just to hear, you know, touchdown, Wisconsin. So that type of thing, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so I'm kind of geeked up for tomorrow and for the weekend. Uh, I really am. Uh, anything else that I've missed to start off today's show? Uh, and I know we're doing What Did We Miss very, very early today. But it's kind of one of those days. Well, it's a good place to start. I mean, I, I was watching uh, a couple college football games last night. Uh, we had our live show in, in Sun Prairie. So Zach and Ebo and some of the zone guys were there. And I tell you what, everyone was living on every throw that Graham Mertz was making last yeah. night for Florida. I don't know if we were cheering against him or for We just couldn't wait to see how he looked. And he looked basically the same as he did in his time right. with the Badgers. He looked bad, mostly. <laughs> right. Yeah, I uh, I get it. Uh, it's... it's uh, I don't think anybody was rooting for him to go anywhere and be great, you know, because he had had numerous opportunities here in Wisconsin, and it just at times uh, didn't didn't work out, obviously. Um, and then is off to Florida, where I I, I was kind of shocked when Florida said he's their starter. I, I got to be honest with you, because I just saw so much bad decision making. Um on his part when he was here in Wisconsin. He'd look good, he'd look good, and all of a sudden he'd go through the spurt, was like, what, what, are you, what, what are you doing? What do you see? You know, and I thought maybe it was just, you know, coaching. You know, you can say, okay, this is what he's looking for and whatever. And then, uh, you know, boy, uh, you, you saw it down there again last night, so it was like, eh, okay. I, I, I will say this, though, man, I enjoyed watching football. And it was on in the background. I was working up in the office. And I'm doing paperwork, and I'm texting, and oh my god, I'm burning up my phone, and I'm I got to put it charge it like twice yesterday, and so I'm sitting there going through all this, and I've had a, got football in the background, and the missed field goal uh, last night up at uh, TCF Bank Stadium, and and there, you know, I'm like, okay, what a what a craptastic game. This the, I'm like, this is just like, it's, am I watching Iowa? Because it was so bad scoring wise. Am I watching Iowa? Because I was so noted for that, but it was just, it was just good to have football back. 
Good to have it on in the background last night. Just good to have it in general. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, if you want to give us a shout, uh, by all means, go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, also, uh, I got a note here from Josh, and Josh says, um, uh, by the way, uh, Sean Merriman today, bottom of the hour, bottom of this hour. Uh, when they sent me the note this morning, they said 1130, but uh, they are Eastern time, so... 11.30 Eastern, 10.30 Central. So, yes, we will have Sean Merriman today, and then we're good to go. Um, Josh says, uh, hey, Bill, um, I believe that Luke Fickle's going to get 10, win in, 10 wins in his opening season as the Badgers head coach. He's just that good. There's a different energy on campus. Uh, Josh, by the way, uh, is either a student or somebody that works on campus. Just a different, a different energy here on campus. Everybody's excited about the game tomorrow. Who knows? Maybe the student section will even get in early. <laughs> I don't want to go there. That's not the first game I want to go to. That's not the first thing for the first game I want to go to. That, that That's never going to happen. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say. I, I'm past that. Uh, I do hope that any big games that they have this year where uh, they come in with a lot of, you know, media hype and excitement, I do hope it fills up quickly, but I'm not going there. That's not where I want to start the season. It just isn't. It's been an ongoing thing for, what, decades? And not going there. But, Josh, uh, I agree with you. There is a lot of excitement for the upcoming season for Badger football. No doubt about it. Uh, 877-867-1670. I want to get your opinions on everything. And whatever you got going on this weekend, uh, we give us a shout-out as well. What are you looking forward to? What are you looking forward to this weekend? It's one of those weekends where I, I, I really I cannot wait till Monday. I can't wait till Tuesday, to be honest with you. Tuesday means everybody's gone. And it's not that I don't like anybody. It's just that the work is over. Everybody's gone, and all I got to do is just be on the air on Tuesday. That's it. Nothing more. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Uh, keep reminding you, we are uh, – I, I did a post this morning. We were like 60-something away from setting the record for the pre-registration. And uh, from what I understand, we got a couple more – that are pre-registered since then. Uh, the motorcycle ride is coming up uh, on Sunday. This coming Sunday, we start at the Harley-Davidson Museum starting at 11 a.m. Registration on site opens up at 8 a.m. Uh, they have uh, breakfast available and such, and the museum's going to be open if you want to get in there. And uh, the shops are going to be open, and then off at 11 o'clock we go with the police escort uh, down to our first destination, which is the Rock Complex down in Franklin, Wisconsin. So we are so looking forward to all of this, and thank everybody for uh for who's going to be participating and maybe if you're thinking about it uh, what can i do to nudge you over the top come on and join us uh, and if you want to get uh, pre-registered whether you scan the qr code on the live stream or you go to facebook.com slash bill michael show either way we just want you to join us more of the bill michael show come covering wisconsin sports like a blanket this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network
The uh, Thomas says uh, regarding the ESPN stuff, pissed off over losing ESPN. In fact, uh, sick and tired of the way or conti- we are continually being forced to buy another service to watch a sporting event. Their greed is going to be their undoing. Uh, Flatsmack says YouTube versus uh, we'll get you ESPN. It does, and I understand all of that. I have different services that if I really want it, but at this point, I'm I'm done with ESPN. Uh, if if they can't come to an agreement on this, and and it's raise your hand if you agree with me, the quality of what ESPN has put out, both with with TV and radio, has been the erosion of quality and competency. They keep some people, but the good ones that are that are good, that are knowledgeable, that have insight, that are smooth and polished and they're gone. They're letting them go almost on the continuum. And they bring in people that are unpolished, don't really have any insight, and it's it's gotten worse and worse and worse and worse. And I there's a few people that I, I really I, I look forward to watching there. Um Mike Greenberg, Mike and Mike were good. Mike Greenberg is a caricature. He has become unbelievably pathetic, and you can't even listen to him anymore. Uh, the 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 condescension and screaming now. I used to really like and respect Stephen A. Smith, not much anymore. It, it's it's gotten way over the top. Um, the um, some of the reporters that they have, or they quote experts aren't that good uh i'm i'm not fans of uh, i really like dan orlovsky uh i like dan um tannenbaum is okay he's kind of like you look at him and think okay that's probably why you're not a general manager anymore you know um it, it just it's when, when i'm talking the nfl uh, Tim Kirchin and company still really solid when it comes to baseball. I really enjoy a lot of the reporting on baseball and what it is they do, but they've even cut that back tremendously to what it is they used to do and the way they used to be. Uh, I have very I, most of the time I go to the MLB Network anymore, um, and if I really want to watch in-depth football, although Good Morning Football on the NFL Network has become kind of this slapstick morning show. It's at least got a good ticker, so you can read things that are going across, you know, when it comes to, you know, news breaking. But uh, just it's it's just bad. It's just gotten bad. So when they talk about needing more money, I, even, their, even their play-by-play people have gone down. But when they talk about needing more money, it's like, no. <laughs> no, not going to happen. I don't want to pay it. Um... Let's see here. Uh, this is from Brian, um, who says, uh, I think that ESPN has become a joke. Don't even watch them really anymore, and yet they want to charge us more money. It's be- Well, the reason they want to charge more money, it's like Hulu. Hulu was the same type of thing. Hulu was supposed to be this nine ninety nine a month service that you could stream a lot of these different channels. And then they went to, remember, Hulu has live sports. And then they started paying everybody to shoot the money guns in the air. And, and when you looked at their – because they do – post financials for what they pay and it was ridiculous 
And if you think that it, you know ESPN is not eventually going to do it to other streaming services, Hulu's now. If you want live TV and such, Hulu's up around seventy bucks a month. I got rid of Hulu too. I'm like, no, it ain't going to happen. And it's it's because a lot of the live sports they're charging so much money. Uh, I do have Amazon Prime because I can control what I download and what I watch, and certain things are for free. Uh, I do carry a little bit of YouTube, but beyond that, I it's it's the cable company, and that's it. And other than that, most of the stuff I consume, I consume it on my laptop or on my phone, you know, just in sports scores and, and highlights and stuff like that. So, uh, But any games that I watch, it's usually sitting down and, and doing it or DVRing it and going back and watching it. So, um, This is from uh, Jake. Jake says, <laughs> I cut the cable years ago. I stream a lot of the services that my kids put on TV until I realized that the services total are $268. Um, wow. Really? What all do you have? Two, that's the other thing is, like, not all the services carry all the channels. So they keep talking about being cheaper. But if you want everything that cable offers, you got to buy five different services, and then you're back to paying $200 a month. And I agree. I agree. Um, what do you use? What do you use, Grant? I have direct TV, and then I just yeah? stream okay. it. It's it's easy the way the cable's set up now. I stream it on my laptop or my phone, or I, obviously I can throw it on my TV because I have a Roku. Right. You know, but okay. that gets me, I, I guess, mostly the live sports that I need, but you know, I'll watch cable every once in a while. Like, I like the Food Network, you know, on a, on a nice okay. Saturday morning when I'm being lazy or right. something like that. But for the most part, it's just for the sports. Yeah. I watch um, the... Uh, I watch a lot of the home improvement stuff because I'll pick an idea and then I'll do something in the house. And it's one of those things that's kind of like stress relaxing, you know, um, especially with outdoor spaces. And that's other than that, I watch, you know, Datelines and mindless stuff, you know, old sitcoms or something that just are on in the background because I just don't have the time. I don't sit down and watch it like I used to. That's why the reason I went when I started to add up the streaming services plus cable, plus everything I was paying for, it was like three, 400 bucks a month. So I started I started cutting stuff and got rid of Netflix. I'm not a huge movie watcher to begin with, so Netflix, gone. Hulu, I cut. Uh, I was paying, uh, I think they just jacked it up to $72 a month, gone. Got rid of them. So it was just, yeah. I, I And then when I came home last night, and I, they said no ESPN. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'll watch what's on you know, over the air, which is on, I think it was ABC last night, ABC or CBS, and watched the game, had it on the background, and that was it. What cable used to be in the mid-2000s is fascinating because you had all of these cable channels with unique programming like like Bravo or TLC, and they were being funded and, and subscribed in these cable packages that a lot of people just wanted because of sports. So, you know, one right. hand washed the other. And then back in those days, you had sports that were subsidized, these live sports rights that were in, in cable that were being subsidized and paid for by a bunch of people who bought cable but didn't watch sports, right? So everyone was kind of paying into this big system, and it kept everything cheap. And then, you know, somewhere along the line, you know, Netflix showed us that, well, what if we just pay for what we want, which is great unless you want multiple things. Now it's more expensive to get multiple things. It's it's very interesting to me. I I don't know if we're in a better or a worse place, TV-wise. I think we are. I think we're far worse because they're all fighting for the dollar. There's only so much money to go around, and yet they're paying exorbitant prices. 
for a lot of the rights to certain things. And it's ultimately it comes down to one person to pay it. And that's us because it's, it's not coming from anywhere else from us. And what used to be, because remember, it was all supposed to be streaming TV without commercials. Now it's all commercials. And, oh, my God, how many drug companies do you see during a broadcast? College football is the worst. College football is the worst. It feels like four or five-minute commercial breaks. Uh, Halftime is 40 minutes long. There's no sport worse with commercials than college football. It drives me nuts. And, I, you know, if I see that, that woman dancing on the fountain one more time, Whatever that drug commercial is, it's it's like uh, <laughs> it just beats you over the head. That's all commercials are hardly anymore is drug commercials for anything from allergies to that and that damn Damperid commercial. Uh, that those those two drug commercials and Damperid. That's all I ever see anymore. Uh, let's do this. We're going to bring in Sean Merriman. We're going to bring some sense and sensibility. Uh, yeah, Brian, it's for diabetes. You're right. Thank you very much. Uh, some sense and sensibility back to the uh, program. Talk a little football, talk a little UFC when we come back. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, Cunis, Cunis RV. Uh, they are big supporters of the motorcycle ride coming up this weekend, uh, whether it's the RV, the automotive side, whatever it happens to be, they can help you out with it, and uh, they're just good, good people. Good, good people. Can't uh, say thanks enough to our friends from Cunis for all the support they've given us. 877-867-1670. Hit us up, Sean Merriman, former linebacker, coming up next in the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to the program, the Bill Michael Show. We continue on. I want to remind you, coming up this Sunday, Sunday, September 3rd, this Sunday, we uh, leave the Harley-Davidson Museum in downtown Milwaukee uh, for the ride for veterans, Fisher House, Wisconsin, veterans, military members, their families. And if you want to get pre-registered, uh, we are less than 24 hours away from shutting off pre-registration, which gets you, uh, you know, in for all the prize packages that we have. But you can register day of, absolutely, for people that were asking. Uh, 8 a.m. registration opens up, per uh, 25 bucks a person, at the Harley-Davidson Museum. Kickstands up at 11 a.m. and uh, fully escorted uh, for the first leg by the uh, Milwaukee County Sheriff's Department, Milwaukee uh, City, Milwaukee Police Department, State Patrol, Greendale, Franklin. All the police departments are going to be involved in this, uh, shutting down some highways and such. So it's going to be a tremendous ride. We're shooting for the record of over 1,100 bikes this year. And then there's the party out at Steel Tank Brewing out in Oconomowoc afterwards. So please join us uh, for not only a great ride, but obviously for uh, just a tremendous, tremendous cause. Uh, Joining us on the hotline now, our guy who we've had on numerous times, uh, Sean Merriman, uh, the former, uh, well, former San Diego Charger, Buffalo Bill. I can go through the long list and also now promoter when it comes to UFC. Sean, how you been, pal? Hey, what's up, my man? How's it going? We're doing well. Uh, so uh, let me ask you this: Are you, you know, this time every year being out of the league, do you start to get that itch, knowing that Sunday's right around the corner? Well, I'm just normally happy when training camp is over. <laughs> you know, get right <laughs> to the season. Uh, but it, you know, it, it's it's a good time of the year. It's fun because I think that all teams wake up with these same aspirations, right? They got an opportunity. All 32 teams right now have an opportunity to get a trophy. Uh, so, you know, that, that part of it is fun, you know, seeing your teammates again, getting ready for, for battles, the preparation, 
And, you know, this time of the year is when a lot of guys start to miss the game again, you know, the start of the season, the excitement, but it's going to be a big one. Uh, I want to ask you about, uh, you know, the, the switching of teams and favorites and all that kind of stuff, because, I mean, you look at it at a diff- in, in a different eye. And, you know, here in this area, obviously, Jordan Love starting out, uh, Aaron Rodgers off to the, uh, the Jets. You still have somewhat of a veteran. Give me a veteran's perspective when you've got something like has gone on in Green Bay. You've got veteran guys that say, look, we've got Jordan Love's back uh, because you kind of have to. But you also know that your best chance to win just left town, and he's now playing in New York. Give me a veteran's perspective suiting up on Sunday with your aspirations. Hey, you got to support your guy. And uh, everything that's come out of that locker room and out of that team is uh, we support um, Jordan Love. We, we back him and a lot of high praise. And you have to give him all the confidence in the world because he's already getting beat up, right, by the media. Um, the best quarterback is just left. You know, he's stepping into this role, having to fill these shoes. Uh, but at the same time, no one is expecting him to be Aaron Rodgers. No one, right? I think that they just look for a quality guy that they can go out and win some games with. And I think, you know, in the first four or six weeks, they'll find out exactly what they have in that on that team. You've got uh, some lights out extreme fighting coming up in Long Beach, California, uh, coming up on Sunday, October 7th. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? Yeah, it's uh, Saturday, Saturday, October 7th. Saturday, Saturday. Um, Yeah, going to be a huge fight. Uh, We just broke into football sports, top five most watched. We had a big fight on Saturday um, in San Diego. Broke our our record. It was our highest uh, watched show. Uh, So you can catch us on football, football TV. So if you don't have football sports, get it. But a huge fight coming up October 7th. Lights out extreme fight. So if people want to kind of find out some more information about it, is there a website? Where do they go? Yep, you can check us out on lightsoutxf.com. And uh, tickets will be on sale uh, right after the holiday. And uh, those of you who can't come, make sure you check us out on Fubo. You know, Fubo has a bunch of great programs, great content, man. And for us to move in the top five uh, really meant a lot to us. Uh, let me ask you this. Do you get the same run? I mean, it, it, you can't, I guess, uh, as far as, you know, whether it's sacking a quarterback, running out of a tunnel, getting, uh, you know, the adulation of seventy to 80,000 fans. But when you put something like this together and you see work like this culminate into, like you said, top five, and now people all around the world are watching and paying attention, and it's it's not only are you a part of it, but it's an incredibly growing sport in general. What is that a different satisfaction than running out of a tunnel? Yeah, this is the closest thing I can get to a strip sack. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you know I was fortunate to play on the highest level. Um, the highest platform we have in this, in, in this country here with the NFL, and then kind of transition to light topic train fighting. You know, I've been training with these guys for 17 years. I've been around the sport for 17 years. Um, and so when I launched light topic train fighting, man, it was home. It was home for me. And you're right. It's so hard to replace running out to 70,000 people and millions of people watching on TV uh, until you put together a great fight that uh, gets, you know, a top five most watched. So those, those parts of it is pretty fun. Uh, so as you sit back on Sundays and start to watch the NFL unfold, do you have a favorite that you're kind of looking at going, okay, this is probably who is going to end up matching up come Super Bowl Sunday in Las Vegas? Well, you always got to go to defend a chance, right, and Patrick Mahomes. As long as Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and, and uh, Travis Kelsey are together, I think they always legitimately, legitimately got a shot. The problem is that the AFC in the whole has just gotten better. 
Uh, I made a, uh, a joke about a few weeks ago, and someone was asking me about uh, us not winning the ring of uh, those mid-2000 teams. And I said, hey, man, I had to go through Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Now you got to go through five or six guys, right? I mean, Patrick right. Holmes, uh, Josh Allen, Burrow, you know, even Trevor Lawrence is coming around, Aaron Rodgers. So you, there's, a, there's a long haul now to get to, the, you know, the championship. When you look at a guy like, say, Dak Prescott uh, down in uh, Dallas, and, you know, it, it's kind of like they pick up Trey Lance, and they didn't pick up Trey Lance just to make him sit for a couple more years behind Dak Prescott and learn from Dak Prescott. I mean, it's basically Dak Prescott. You've got something to prove at this point. If you're sitting on the Dallas Cowboys right now or you're in that locker room, are you looking at your quarterback with a different eye? Yeah, no question. And I always thought that Dak Prescott should be on the hot seat. Um, I know he's a great team leader. He's a, he's a great teammate. Um, he does all the right things. But at some point in time, because of what they paid him, top dollar, they made him the franchise quarterback. He's going to have to put up or shut up. And this is the year. And I think that they're sending a clear-cut message to him saying that, hey, if you don't perform this year, we're going to move on from you. And we're bringing in a guy that's capable of stepping in and taking your place. Uh, I wanted to ask you real quick, and this is somebody has brought it up to me. A listener said, uh, asking about Lucas Van Ness. Now, Lucas Van Ness uh, was drafted in the first round by the Packers, outside linebacker. He went from putting his, you know, kind of fingers in the dirt. Now he's a stand-up guy. How tough? How long does it? T- how long did it take you to to learn a move, to learn ten moves, to to be able to kind of figure it out how to get to a quarterback? It's a bit. Um, and first of all, you got to get comfortable, right? Um, you know, I played that tweeter, the outside linebacker, defensive end, putting my hand in the dirt and being able to stand up and do both. Uh, it's difficult. You know, you, you're asking a guy to possibly run out the backfield, uh, cover a running back out or cover a tight end down the scenes one-on-one. So you're asking a lot of a guy. But at the same time, I think that, you know, there's very few guys who uh, is versatile enough to, to be able to do that. So I don't think he's going to have a problem. I think that it's going to be him being comfortable. And also, the coach is putting him in positions to win. Notice where your guy is not, you know, exceptional at, where he's not the best at, and keep him out of those bad situations. Uh, I got one more, and that is uh, they want to know if you're going to be putting together any fights out in Vegas. So if we, because we're going to be out there for Super Bowl, we usually see you out there, but if you're going to put out on any fights in Vegas, maybe that week. So everybody can not only go to your fights on a Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday night and then head to the Super Bowl come Sunday. I, I'm working on it right now. <laughs> I'm almost going to make an announcement. So, uh, working on a big fight here in Vegas for Super Bowl. Um, I'm actually even talking to two former NFL players to get on the card there to make it a, make it a big Super Bowl week. Man, that'd be great because uh, you got to save us a couple of tickets if you do, man. I appreciate it, pal. You got it, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you later. There you go. Sean Merriman, uh, the former linebacker for San Diego. Caught him lights out. Did the dance. You get up with the strip sack and do the dance and then played in Buffalo his final couple of years and then uh, then uh, called it a career. Uh, injuries and such gets to you, but uh, it was, boy, it was big time. Big time. Uh, forced eight fumbles in his career, had 45 and a half sacks in 75 total games. Think about that. 45 and a half sacks in 75 total games. He was the rookie of the year uh, back in 2005. The rookie of the year. Uh, depend- the defensive uh, player of the year back in 2005. Defensive rookie of the year. Player of the year, he came in third in the voting AP uh, for overall for the best player. 
uh, came in second in the voting. Same thing the, in twenty uh, or two thousand seven, and then had some injuries and issues uh, after the fact, and then uh, finally ten ten games his last year in Buffalo, and then just couldn't get it done anymore. Injuries started to riddle the body. But man, what a comet! White hot comet he was. Uh, that was Sean Merriman, by the way. Good stuff. And uh, you can see all this stuff on FUBU. So there you have it. 877 uh, 867 Find us 877-867-1670. More on the Bill Michael Show coming up. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Sean Merriman on. Michael says, uh, great linebacker. Liked him when he played uh, in the NFL. Alec, how are we looking? Um, good stuff. Uh, it was good to have Sean Merriman. A little bit of that perspective. And, and kind of what he said was... Um, was... was kind of what you expected in, in talking about Jordan Love. If you're a veteran, and that's always one of the things you think about. You know, you look at a guy like Bakhtiari, you look at a guy like Devondre Campbell and Preston Smith and these guys that, you know, Kenny Clark for that matter, Elton Jenkins for that matter, Aaron Jones for that matter. I mean, Aaron Jones has been very outspoken and very positive in the direction of Jordan Love. But it's like he said, he said, you know, in, in, until he proves you wrong, you, that's your guy. You do anything and everything you can to make him successful. And as he said, because if the quarterback's successful, the team's successful. So, uh, and that's why I was glad to get his perspective on that. Uh, really good stuff. Good stuff from Sean Merriman uh, joining us for a couple of minutes. Coming up at the bottom of the next hour, uh, we got Wayne Larrabee, the voice of the Green Bay Packers, going to be joining us. We'll talk with him uh, about, you know, as the preseason wrapped up and as training camp wrapped up, now that the Packers are in full-blown getting ready for Chicago mode, uh, we'll, we'll get his opinion on what he saw, the good, the bad, uh, maybe the concerning, uh, you know, kind of how things uh, roster-wise have been constructed. We'll get we'll get his opinion on that coming up here in just a little bit as well. But uh, good stuff from Sean Mer- Merriman. Uh, if you want to give us a, a buzz, by all means, go ahead and uh, give us a shout. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Um, going back to... What we were talking about uh, a little earlier when we were talking about with uh, Wisconsin football games, uh, they're going to have added security at Camp Randall uh, for home games this year. Going to have additional levels of screening as well. So going back to Josh's question from earlier, uh, who emailed uh, emailed us and talked about uh, will will the student section get in any quicker? If anything, this would be a big no, that it'll take longer. To, to get in, you would assume. Um, is it, Grant, is this in response to what? Is there something specifically that is this because of the uh, gun under the roll of fat down at, uh, you know, <laughs> guaranteed rate stadium? Or It probably doesn't what? help. Uh, someone right. sneaks a gun into their fat rolls. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd maybe advanced screening. I don't, I don't know if that means you're poking people in the belly. Um, I'm right. sure it's a combination of lots of things. I mean, you just see more incidents happening in crowds and in busy places all the time. Um, 
I know they're starting to sell liquor as well, and I, I will show my ignorance a little bit. I don't know if that's going into effect this year or next year, but I'm sure that has something to do with it as well. Hmm. Uh, Darren Jones, the assistant athletic director, uh, as part of the athletic department's ongoing process of protecting against weapons and other dangerous items being brought into the stadium, the school added metal detectors at the Cole Center uh, back in 2016, started looking into expanding that to Camp Randall's security practices. And it concerns about uh, a limited amount of space at the stadium gates initially delayed implementation there, uh, officials said years ago. But uh, the advancement in technology have allowed for faster processing for fans to go through metal detectors, they say. So uh, they're going to have 110 scanning units to clear 75,000 fans in 90 minutes leading up to kickoff. When they first looked at adding metal detectors at Camp Randall, um, they said now it takes about 50 units. Uh, that's because the metal detectors made by this Ohio company, CEIA, that are going to be employed at Camp Randall starting this season do not require fans to remove anything from their pockets or clear bags uh, that are allowed in the stadium. So people who trigger uh, the need for additional screening after going through the machine will be asked by security personnel to stop, according to the information from Wisconsin. Wisconsin said in the statement that it expects minimal disruption to the gate entries, but it's going to still advise to arrive early to the stadium. The first usage of the metal detectors at the Kohl Center brought uh, challenges for fans and staff and delays, uh, but they feel that they can get this thing done. They're doing booze at the uh, at the Kohl Center. I, I misspoke. But in the story that we're both reading, I guess, you know, worth mentioning, a uh, new mac and cheeseburger going to be sold outside Section T. There you go. That's very exciting. So i, I yeah, got to figure that'll draw a crowd, slow things down. Yeah. Uh, mac and cheese will do a lot of things to you. It's uh, not only slow you down in many different ways, <laughs> which is kind of a good thing. Wait till you get home, but uh, but yeah, they're going to start doing uh, doing these uh, machines at the gates. Uh, it, it is what it is. I, it's the day. this goes back to what I was talking about with Roy Acuna Jr. Uh, when he was you know jumped on the, the fans jumped on the field jumped on him, and security couldn't get him off of him, and they had to carry one guy out. And another guy jumped on the field to help his buddy and attack the security and knocked him over and. They kept claiming that they were just there to get selfies, but you never know. And and again, here we go. You know, it's just another thing uh, that you have to go through because uh, of stupidity. I, I've always said, and, and any lawyer will tell you this, every law, every rule is made and put in writing because somebody did something stupid to prompt that law. And that's the world in which we live. You know, you just got to take it for what it is, I guess. But get there early. I'll be interested. Uh, Granny, you going to the game on Sunday or on Saturday? I'm not. I think I'm going to stop by the tailgate and then go up to visit my uh, my folks for the weekend. So I will not okay. be going to my first Badger game this weekend. But within the next, so you're going month to the red two, zone, is what you're saying? I'm going to the red zone. Yeah, going to the red zone. I would. Um, God, how do you prepare for the red zone? Um, eat something. That's first and foremost. Eat something. Um, and try to keep circling around but stay without arm's reach away from Evo because he'll keep handing you beers and keep handing you bottles and shots. And, Isn't he the worst like that? Uh, he, he, yeah, that guy has an uh, unbelievably hollow leg. Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't know where it goes, but it goes. And he can, he can handle it, man. He's, he's gone. He should go pro, really. I mean, if they ever come up with a professional drinking league, he could go pro. He should yeah. go pro. He should go pro because he can handle it. 
Me, I can't. I'm I'm a I'm a bag man. I'm just I'm out. I was uh, I told you last weekend I had a couple of Mike's Hard Lemonades. I got a, uh, a four finger thing of Blanton's given to me, and next thing you know, I'm drooling on myself. <laughs> I can't do that. One hour down, three hours yet to go, about a half hour away. Wayne Larry, the voice of the Green Bay Packers, is going to be joining us coming up here shortly. Get in early to Camp Randall, apparently. Now you got more things to screen you. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next.